0: Just uh, thankful for the Lord. I just feel like staying in the same. I know Sunday was a very encouraging kind of message. You know, we preached about it's not the end, and uh, great service on Sunday. Now I feel like staying in the same line of encouragement tonight, just um, to remind us um, of this God that we serve tonight. If you have your Bibles, want to turn? I'm going to read uh, Psalm 30. And I am going to read all 12 verses, but it's not long, so it won't, it won't take long. But I, I just wanted to read this tonight. In Psalm 30, David said, I will extol thee, O Lord, for thou hast lifted me up and hast not made my foes to rejoice over me. O Lord, my God, I cried unto thee, and thou hast healed me. O Lord, thou hast brought up my soul from the grave Thou hast kept me alive, that I should not go down to the pit. Sing unto the Lord, O ye saints of His, and give thanks at the remembrance of His holiness. For His anger endureth but a moment, in His favor is life. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. And in my prosperity I said, I shall never be moved. And Lord, by thy favor thou hast made my mountain to stand strong. Thou didst hide thy face, and I was troubled. I cried to thee, O Lord, and unto the Lord I made supplication. What profit is there in my blood when I go down to the pit? Shall the dust praise thee? Shall it declare thy truth? Hear, O Lord, and have mercy upon me. Lord, be thou my helper. Thou hast turned for me my mourning into dancing. Thou hast put off my sackcloth and girded me with gladness. To the end that my glory may sing praise to Thee and be not silent. O Lord my God, I will give thanks unto Thee forever. And just, uh, man, there's so much in that I want to preach, but pulling from verse 5, the part that we quote so many times, weeping may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. I want to preach on this for just a few moments tonight as sure as the sun rises, as sure as the sun rises. Let's pray for the lesson tonight. Jesus, we love you and are so thankful for your faithfulness. I'm thankful, God, that you always hear us, that you're always watching. Tonight, Lord, bless us as we hear and are reminded of your goodness and mercy. Lord, let us remember you and sing praises unto you always bless us now to receive it in good ground in jesus name and everybody said amen if you believe he's faithful clap your hands and give him a shout tonight come on god's good yeah the lord's good hallelujah thank you jesus god's good to us you can be seated tonight i tell you god's good because on this day i am reminded that 27 years ago uh, I asked a question and got the answer I wanted. I asked that pretty girl over there to marry me, and she said, I sure will. And here we are, thankful. It was a good night. This is a good night, too. Glad to be here. As sure as the sun rises, you ever heard that or have you ever said that to somebody? We use that phrase whenever we want to assert the assuredness of a promise that This is going to happen. You know, we uh, sometimes we need to be careful because for us, we need to always make sure we're saying if it be the Lord's will, because we don't know what tomorrow holds for us. We just know who holds tomorrow. But when it comes to God, you can be sure is He faithful? As sure as the sun rises, God's faithful. And let me tell you, the sun's going to rise until He. Is done with it. This world's going to keep spinning. And this world's going to keep revolving. And there's going to be night and there's going to be day. But God's going to be faithful through all of it. God is going to be there through all of it. The Lord loves his people. And in this psalm, while we focused on verse 5, it just starts out uh, reminding us that God will take care of his people. David said, you've lifted me up over my foes. You healed me when I cried to you. You brought me up, my soul up, not just his life, but his soul. That, man, he was feeling low. He was feeling bad. He was in a place of despair. But he said, you brought my soul up from the grave, kept me alive. And then uh, he starts talking about weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Let me tell you, there's bad things that are going to happen in this world, and there are bad times that are going to happen to us, even uh, as good. These are things that David, the the man after God's own heart, was reminding and writing about that. There's been times where my soul felt like it was going to the grave. There were times where I had enemies that looked like they were going to get the best of me. The difference is that God is on my side, and if God be for me, Who can be against me? How do we stay good when bad things happen? Because the worst thing, the the most heartbreaking thing is to watch someone be overcome by their trial or their test. When you have told them everything that you can possibly tell them, when you have prayed every prayer you can possibly pray and you just watch them let go of the cliff. No, there's no hope. It don't matter what you say about God, how good he is, how faithful he is, that's it, I'm gone. Just, just can't see, just think that they're unsavable, that their problem can't be fixed, that it's so bad that God can't do anything with this. Just want to stay in a place of despair. Want to be swallowed up by gloom and doom and, and just all the, the things that have come with their trial and test. I don't get it. I don't understand how that I can, how could I only say Uh, you know, that, that God can help me one time maybe or that God can help everybody else but not me. How can I believe and sing praise to him and worship him and then believe that God is going to leave me high and dry in this season? It don't happen. God is faithful. Hello. He is faithful. And even in this Psalm that he's talking about, when he Talking about weeping may endure for a night, and joy comes in the morning. He's talking about God's consistency and His faithfulness, because God created the day, and when God creates something, it's right. It was the evening and the morning were the first day. There was night, and there was and there was darkness, but then there was light. This is something that God created. He ordained it to be that way. He set a time limit on these kind of things, and so whenever we get in the middle of these trials and tests, uh, uh, what, what is it that we need to do? How is it that we have so soon forgotten, just like Israel? How is it that we could forget that God will feed us with manna if we need it? How is it that he, we forget that he could bring water out of a rock or he can open up a Red Sea? How is it that we have forgotten already with just a little bit of dryness in our throat that now God has forsaken us? Ah... Boy, well, this old flesh has got to get under subjection because the flesh will try to convince you of that. It, it, you, we don't like the slightest amount. And you may have a high pain tolerance, but nobody likes pain. We don't want to be pinched. We don't want to be poked. You know, we don't like needles. We don't like to be bit by an ant or you know, stung by a wasp. We don't want pain. We don't like that kind of stuff. We, Our flesh, and all we've got to do is just get a little thirsty, just got to get a little hungry, just... Got to get a little uncomfortable. Where's God? Where's God? Where's God? Well, he's right where he's always been. He's right there with you through every bit of it. He's right there. He said, you'll suffer sometimes. You'll go through tribulation. You'll have a trial of your faith that's more precious than gold that perishes. But I have not left you and I won't forsake you. We cannot forget the words of Jesus. They are forever established and settled in heaven. I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. I won't leave you or forsake you. I'll be with you always, even until the end of the world. And whenever I start thinking about, and I see people in these trials and tests, and I've watched, I'm not talking about brand new people that had known the Lord but a minute. I'm talking about people that served God for years and have seen him come through time and time again, and all of a sudden they're like, this is the end of me why is this some new super secret uh, weapon that the enemy's got over you that God can't handle is there something new that has has come down the pipe that that God is not aware of and he has no answer for are you going through something that the billions of people that have lived since the beginning of time have never gone through and God has no answer oh no i'm not that doesn't take away from uh, the pain or the, the sorrow of our situation. It doesn't diminish what we're going through at all, but we must realize that when we are surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses, it's not just a great cloud of witnesses. Uh, if they were victorious, they had to be victorious over something. You know how they got in that cloud? Because they overcame. You know how they got in, in Hebrews 11? Because they didn't give up and they didn't throw in the towel and they trusted God. And when they could have uh, recanted and repented and backslid and said, no, I don't know who he is, so they could get deliverance, they wouldn't do it. And they hung in there and they trusted God in all of it. In Hebrews chapter 10, in verse 32, uh, the writer said, call to remembrance the former days, in which after you were illuminated, you endured a great fight of affliction. Remember how... On fire you were when the light came on. Remember how you trusted God for any and everything when the light came on. Remember that when you went through stuff, your first response was to fall down on your knees and pray. When things were going crazy and shaking up in your life or somebody in your life was going through something, the first thing you would do is, I'm going on a fast. I'm going to pray. I'm going to talk to God. I'm going to worship. I'm going to dance. I'm going to praise. I'm going to church. Not giving up. Uh, When did our first response turn into uh, uh, go from I'm going to pray till I'm going to quit? I'm just going to let go. I'm not going to listen. I'm not taking no more advice. I'm not going to be. I'm just going to give up. Friend, that won't get you nowhere. You don't stop in this race. You don't stop on this walk. You don't stop worshiping. You don't stop praising. You don't stop praying. You don't stop trusting God. You don't stay out of the house of God. You just keep, you, you know what you need to do when things get tough? You just need to keep on serving God uh, with everything you've got. You need to pray more. You need to worship more. You don't pull back when things get tough. You push through. God's people are tough. Moses, man, goes up in the mountain, don't eat a drink for 40 days comes down and sees Israel acting a fool. Breaks those tablets, grinds that idol into dust and puts it in water and makes them drink it. Moses, on But you know what Moses did after that? Went back up the mountain for 40 more days without food or water. He didn't say that. He didn't agree with God when God said, let me just wipe them out. I'll get you a better people. No, don't do that. Let's don't quit, God. You've already brought us this far. Uh, you, you brought us out. And, and while, if you do that, everybody's going to say, well, he brought them out, but he couldn't bring them in, and that was God's purpose. He said, I brought you out to bring you in. And he said, God, God we don't want that to happen. Well, I don't want to, to in the middle of my walk say God could bring me out, but now he can't bring me in uh, but because I quit. Because guess what? God don't quit on us. God don't quit on us anymore. When, that, when, that, uh, when the, the Lord went to that cross and he died and shed his blood and he made intercessions for us, uh, the Lord said, that's it. Until the end of time, I'm going to give them a chance. They can fall down seven times or 70 times, and I'm going to give them a chance. They can fall down every day for the rest of their life, but I'm going to keep giving them a chance. As long as they got breath, I'm going to give them a chance but people are not taking the chance. (laughs) They're walking away. They're backsliding. They're quitting. They're giving up. And it ain't like, they. hey, I just want to go out and party and get crazy and live in the world anymore. I just can't take it no more. Well, quit taking it and start giving it to him. Start casting your care upon him because he cares for you. But once you cast it on him, let him have it. You know what I think about when I think about cast, I, I think about. You know what you do with that though? You reel it in. Too many people counting, uh, they treating them problems and cares like they hooked to a fishing line, and they casting them at him, but then they reeling them back in. And I've told you this for God. Hey, guess what? God ain't a fish, and he ain't gonna tug a war with you for your stuff. It ain't going to tug a war for you with your problems. Well, you sing old songs, take it to the altar and leave it there, leave it there. man. But now it's like it's, you take it to the altar and carry it home with you. Or you don't even take it to the altar at all anymore. Man, I'm telling you, oh, we're going to have a hard time getting through the rest of this life if we can't start trusting God with everything we've got. And I mean, I, we grew up under elders uh, people that believed and trusted in God for any and everything that they needed. Yeah. They come up in hard times. They come up in a time where uh, the economy was bad, food wasn't plentiful. People were persecuting them and laughing at them and calling them all kinds of names. We don't have any of that today. Right. But boy, they just, it didn't matter. They just trusted God and believed God. They'd pray for any and everything. Yeah. And God would come through and bless because they did not forget where their help came from. He didn't just save you so he could have something to do. But just like with Israel, he brought you out so he could bring you in. But even in Israel's day, there were some that fell in the wilderness because they would not believe. Would not believe. How could you walk through the middle of the Red Sea on dry ground and never believe God again? How could you not? How could you open up the Red Sea? What if it, I mean, just, I don't know how wide it was, but I know, you know, millions of people walking across the Red Sea and then watching drown Pharaoh and everybody else in it and then go, you can't even give me water. You can't feed me. My kid's going to die in the wilderness. You know that mean where that guy's going? And he's blinking his eyes. I don't see Moses just what are you serious you just got through your tambourine dancing around on the shore and all of a sudden, and all of a sudden we, oh, I'm thirsty Mo- I brought me out of here to kill me did, did you just walk through the Red Sea come on, come on somebody come on. my goodness did God feel you the Holy Ghost did God wash your sins away have you watched God do things time and time again? Come on. You don't stop. trusting God. Remember. Call to remember the former days. Because let me tell you, as sure as the sun rises, God is going to be God. And if he's going, God don't never change. He's faithful. And he'll deliver us. And weeping may endure for a night. But joy will come in the morning because guess what? The sun is going to rise. And this scripture is tied to God's creation. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. He's saying it's just like the cycle of the earth. It's just like the cycle of a day. Just like a day has darkness and light. You're going to have some weeping, but you will have some joy. But too many people are cutting loose and running before they get to the joy. But the joy is coming. Well, I didn't get it because you stopped before you got there. If you didn't experience joy, honey, that means you backed out, you ran away, you threw in the towel, you quit before it got there because God said it would come. We've got to stop stopping before the joy gets here. And I'm watching people just cry and wail and weep and moan and just believe God ain't going to do nothing. You're right. Not with that attitude. He's not. But if you could just say, even in the middle of this place that I find myself in this trial and this test, this heartbreak, I know that God is faithful. God will come through. God will make a way. Can I tell you that the nighttime, that the darkness doesn't stop God and it surely doesn't change God. The night does not change. God, don't let it change you. Yes. Amen. Mm. He's still God. Malachi 3 and 6 says, For I am the Lord, I change not. I don't change when your circumstances get bad. I'm the same God. I don't change whenever... Uh, whatever things are falling apart in your life, I don't change. When it gets dark, I don't change. For I am the Lord, I change not. And he said, for this reason, you sons of Jacob are not consumed. You're not consumed. Go down to Lamentations 3 and 22. And you'll see that Ezekiel said, it is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed because his compassions fail not. He doesn't change, and he doesn't fail. When he said, I'm the Lord, I don't change, he's consistent. His compassions fail not, he's consistent. They are new every morning, every morning, and weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Great is thy faithfulness. Let me tell you, God is not changing, and God is still faithful, and it's because of his faithfulness that we are not consumed that we are not done away with. I I said something about this a little while ago, but, you know, he said we're not consumed. That means there's something left. There's something there. You know, we watch these wildfires burn through these forests, and it just takes out all these trees and everything, and it's just gone. It looks like, man, there's nothing there. There's no life. There's not anything. But just give it a few weeks. Let a little rain hit it. Let the weather change just a bit you'll start seeing little pieces of green coming up out of the ground, little things that survived while everything else was being scorched. Let me tell you, you will survive what you're going through if you hang on to God. You're going to make it if you keep trusting God. I need somebody to hang on to God, cleave to the Lord, stick to his promises, believe him, take him at his word. Oh, it's got to be more than uh, I'm going to believe you if you can bless me. I'm going to believe you when it's bad. I'm going to believe you when it's cold. I'm going to believe you when it's dark. I'm going to believe you when I'm hungry. I'm going to believe you when I'm without a job. I'm going to believe you when I'm heartbroken. I'm going to believe you, God, because you don't change. You have loved me when I was unlovable. You have blessed me when I didn't deserve blessing you have been merciful when I didn't deserve mercy. God, you have done for me time and time again. This time won't be any different. Well, that's the Old Testament and that was Israel and that was Israel writing their problems out, their promises out that God was good to them and he was going to take care of them. And oh, have you not learned, have I not learned that God is faithful? You don't have to beg God. The promises of God are for us. There's no weapon formed against us that's going to prosper. Ain't nobody can pluck us out of his hand. For here, let me tell you, God is faithful. Well, let's, just, uh, let's move to the New Testament side then. Hebrews 13 and 8. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday and today and forever. You all know what there is between yesterday and today? A night. Yeah, you know what you find between yesterday and today? If you woke up this morning and said, hey, yesterday, you know what was between that yesterday and today? A night, darkness. And sometimes it's going to get dark. And weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Oh, you can endure the night because he's going to be with you <laughs> because he's Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. He's, he's the Lord, and he does not change. He didn't change for Israel, and he don't change for us who were grafted into Israel. Come on, somebody. No, he don't change. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. His consistency is the key to our victory. This is, again, what what he said in Lamentations. It is because of the Lord's mercies we're not consumed. His compassions fail not. They're always there. They're new every morning. You can count on that. As sure as the sun rises, great is his faithfulness. His consistency is the key in our situation, and that's what keeps us from being consumed. 1 Corinthians 15 and 57, But thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ, who is the same. He gives us victory through his consistency. Because the Lord Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Between yesterday and today is a night. You know what's between today and forever? A bunch of nights. A bunch of nights. Of course, we're headed to a place of forever. Revelation 22 and 5 said there is no night there. There is a time coming of endless day. But until that day comes you got to remember that God is going to be faithful. The night don't change him. Don't let it change you. As sure as the sun rises, God will come through. God's going to make a way. Friend, God knows what he's doing. His consistency is victory for us. And he's faithful. He does not change. That means he's always got the answer. He's always given us the victory. He's always a healer, always a deliverer. He's always a comforter. Nothing changes about who he is. He doesn't change uh, for every situation. He just stays the same. I need to hang on to him. In Psalm 113 and 3, I think I gave you that. Look at this. From the rising of the sun until the going down of the same, the Lord's name is to be praised. Let's just leave that up for a minute. From the rising of the sun, sure as the sun rises. Well, we love the sunrise because joy comes in the morning and we've got no problem praising him while the sun is rising. But he said when that sun starts setting on that victory and it starts getting dark again, he's still worthy to be praised. He's still his name Jesus Christ, his name that we call him by, the Lord Jesus Christ, his name is to be praised. It ain't just for the daytime. There's too many people that just celebrate him when the sun's coming up. But you need to be lifting your hands and praising Him in the nighttime. Paul and Silas uh, was thrown into the innermost part of the jail, locked up with bruises and, and backs beaten and stripes all over them, just miserable in a dark dungeon. And about midnight, when it's dark, they started praising and praying and singing songs to the Lord. Woo! Hey, that morning come quick for them. That morning came quick for them because the earth began to shake and the prison doors flew open and the chains fell off. And man, they got out of that prison. God's going to come through. You don't just praise Him when the sun's rising. You praise Him when the sun's going down. When you start seeing the sun setting on a situation, when it's starting to get kind of dark, you remember there's a voice that speaks into the darkness. Yeah. We, we always talk about that scripture. He called me out of darkness into His marvelous light. Like the only time we're going to see darkness is uh, before Him. But you're going to see dark days while you're with Him. And He's always leading us out of darkness because weeping may endure for a night saints that's what David was writing hey saints chosen of God weeping may endure you're going to see some dark days it's going to happen but God is always speaking into the darkness come out into the light come out into the light come out into the light Let me tell you, as sure as the sun rises God's going to come through God's going to be faithful. God's going to do what he's supposed to do. So if he's going to be faithful, I need to be faithful. Pastor, I'm not God. I'm not an apostle. I'm not a disciple. I'm not like Daniel. Daniel didn't even have the Holy Ghost. I'm not like Paul. Why? Because you hadn't stood by while they stoned somebody. But if you think, well, we both have the Holy Ghost, both was baptized in Jesus' name. Hey, I guess I am kind of like Paul. Oh, what about that? I've said this before. I said, the the only reason you find their names in in Hebrews and you find David and all these people in Hebrews is because of one reason. They believed God. If they were still writing a book and he's keeping a book, but if they were still writing the Bible, they'll tell how many people that we would actually know that would be in there because they trusted God and had faith. That's why they got in there. It wasn't because they were superheroes, superhuman. It was because they trusted God to bring them through. They had faults. They made mistakes. They went through trials. They went through tests. They cried. They wept. They doubted sometimes. But, friend, in the end, they held on and kept the faith, and it put them in that great cloud of witnesses. They did not stop believing in God just because there was a threat to their life or because something wrong was happening in their life, they just kept on trusting God. They didn't let the darkness change them because God is always speaking into the darkness, always. We're not of the dark. Paul wrote this to the church, Thessalonians, 1 Thessalonians 5. He said, you are all the children of light. This is the church the saints, it's you, it's me. So we can say we are all the children of light and the children of the day. We are not of the night nor of the darkness. The darkness is not what defines us. Your trial is not what defines you. It's that victory you find in the morning. It's that joy you find in the morning. It's that joy that's unspeakable and full of glory. It's that joy that you find in his presence, in his presence, his fullness of joy. We are children of the light and children of the day. We are not of the night nor of darkness. Therefore, uh, don't let us sleep as do others. We should not act like people of the dark because we are children of the light, but let us watch and be sober. They that sleep in the night, They that sleep, sleep in the night. They that be drunken are drunken in the night. But let us who are of the day be sober, putting on the breastplate of faith and love for a helmet, the hope of salvation. For God has not appointed us to wrath, but to obtain salvation by our Lord Jesus Christ. God's going to come through. As sure as the sun will rise tomorrow, God is going to be faithful. Colossians 1 and I didn't give you these scriptures, don't worry, sis. Colossians 1 and 13, who God has delivered us from the power of darkness? Why would you let it something that He's already delivered us from change you? The psalmist said in 112 and 7, He shall not be afraid of evil tidings, his heart is fixed, trusting in the Lord. Do you still trust Him tonight? Do you still hang on to him? Do you still believe in those promises that they're yea and amen? 2 Timothy 2 and 3, Thou therefore endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. 1 Corinthians 15 and 58, Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord in Galatians 6 and 9, and let us not be weary in well-doing. We've got to just keep on keeping on. Don't let the darkness Change you because the morning's coming. And as sure as the sun rises, God is going to be faithful. Be faithful to God. Keep on working. Keep on going. Even in your darkest hour, this is not a place to give up. This is not where you quit. The sun will rise again. All these are your little sayings that people that use. The sun going to rise again. You're so aggravated about your trial, you just want to slap them when they say stuff like that. Don't be trying to be good. Don't be trying to make me laugh. Don't be trying to make me smile. we try trying to make me feel good. I just want to be miserable. That's the way some people want to be. I just want to be miserable. But the night does not last forever. It's not going to go on forever. God designed it that way. Genesis 1 says, In the beginning God created the heaven and the earth. And the earth was without form, and it was void. And darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. It doesn't matter how dark it is or how deep it is. The Spirit of God can go there. You hear me? I say it doesn't matter how dark it is or how deep it is. The Spirit of God is not limited to where it can go. It can go to your deepest darkest place and still pull you out. And as the Spirit moved on the deep dark, God said, let there be light, and there was light. There's a word in your darkness. We're made from the earth, aren't we? There is a word in your darkness that will change the way things are looking. It was dark, it was without form, it was void, and then suddenly God said, let there be light. He don't have to do nothing but speak a word, and it changes the situation. It changes the hour. Call to the remembrance the former days after you were illuminated or after the light came on. Let there be light. And when God saw the light, that it was good, the light's good, and God divided the light from the darkness They can't dwell together. They can't dwell together. They each have their time. And God created the time frame called the light day and the darkness he called night. But the evening and morning were the first day. It's all his plan. He knows you're going to go through things, but he said, I'm not going to let it stay dark. I've seen it when it was all dark. I didn't like it, so I said, let there be light. I see you when you go through dark places. I don't like that, so I say let there be light. Yeah. He speaks a word. There's a word that you'll read that'll illuminate you, that'll light. You ever been going through something, reading your, your scriptures or either praying and God just dropped one of his, his word into your spirit or just speak it into your ears maybe and uh, you actually hear that voice or while you're reading or while somebody's preaching the word of God and all of a sudden, bing, the light just came on. And all of a sudden you feel yourself breaking out of that darkness. Again, you hear that that call out of darkness into the marvelous light. It doesn't matter how dark it gets, you can still hear. You might not be able to see, but you can hear. And you can follow his voice out of it. We walk by faith and not by sight. I don't have to see. It can be so dark I can't see. But if I can just hear his voice, I can follow him to where I need to be. You don't quit on God. Because he is faithful. He has never failed us. He has never quit on us. He has never let us down. So the light was good. Psalm 84 and 11 said, For the Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord will give grace and glory. No good thing. What's good? Light. Day. He said light's good and he called it Day. So he said, no good thing will he withhold from them that walk upright. God will not keep you in dark because that's not just, there's a lot of good things. But He said, no good thing will he withhold. Light and day is a good thing. And so it might be dark, but God's not just holding you in the dark. God's not going to just keep you in the dark. He said, I won't withhold light from you illumination from you I I won't keep you in the dark I will bring you that's why weeping may endure for a night but joy comes in the morning David writes that in the middle of this all these things of deliverance he's saying uh, this is the way I describe it it was a time of weeping that was the night time that was the darkness but joy came in the morning Psalm 112 and 4 unto the upright there ariseth light in the darkness oh, I'm just in the dark. Well, then hang on a minute. Stop quitting. Stop giving up. Because you do that, you stay in the dark. He said, unto the upright there ariseth light in the darkness, or one of our favorite scriptures, Micah 7 and 8, rejoice not against me, O my enemy. When I fall, I shall arise. When I sit in darkness, the Lord shall be a light unto me. The promise is greater than your problem. Because it doesn't matter what you're going through. It doesn't matter what it was that made you fall. If you're going to be the Lord's, you shall arise. The Lord knows that even a good man can fall. But the only only thing that keeps us from falling, he said, if we abide in the light, there's no occasion of stumbling if we stay in the light. But, you know, we don't always stay in the light. Sometimes we wander off and get in that dark. But The Lord said, listen, when you fall, you will arise. And when you sit in darkness, I will be a light unto you. That promise is greater than any problem you're going to face. It might be tough. It might be dark. It, I'm not diminishing what anybody's going through, but I'm telling you that that Nothing that we face stops God from being who he is or limits his power. God designed the night to give way to the day. That's here. That's in this time frame. There'll come a time where heaven and earth will pass away and we're going to a place where the Lamb is the light and there'll never be another night. But until that time, That's how we keep up with it, night and day, night and day, night and day. It's actually all part of the same day. The evening and the day or the morning were the first day. God said, but it can't last forever. It can't stay dark. I don't know how them people that that live up there in Alaska, they get like 45 minutes of daylight. Have you ever seen any of that? And people, I mean, really, they get 45 minutes. There's a time period where they get like 45 minutes of sunshine, and then the sun's going down. It's like pitch black dark, and they're eating lunch. What is that? I could not live in a place where it just stayed dark like that all the time. I, I couldn't handle that. But, but you know what they know? The sun will be up tomorrow. It might only be here for 45 minutes, but it's coming. The sun will be here. They just keep track of it, yeah. Another 12 hours, it'll be back. You know, 24 hours, it'll be back. They know that it's coming. And friend, we can look in this word and understand that light is coming. It's not going to stay dark. It's not always going to be trouble and heartache and pain and tears. Light is coming. Joy is coming. Deliverance is coming. The answer is on the way. On a more larger scale, Paul said this, for our light affliction, which is but for a moment, it works for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. Something else is coming in that endless day. In Romans 8 and 18, he said, for I reckon that the sufferings of our present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. Time does not stand still. You may feel like it does. You might have one of them jobs where it seems like eight hours is 80 hours. And every time you look at the clock, it hadn't moved. And you, Maybe you have days where it's like time stands still. I remember when we were in Colorado, some of those days, because we, did, you know, we weren't really looking at a clock and we are just out in the woods. I didn't even remember what day it was. And we're like, what time is it? You know, it just, you just didn't keep up with it. And it's just like, man, it seems like this day has went on for like 40 hours. But it just seemed like that. But time does not stop. It does not stand still. And because of that, that's what David was describing it. Weeping and for a night, joy comes in the morning. Time doesn't stand still, neither does your problem. Some night, hey, even in our... You know, in a few weeks, it will be a time change. And there'll be a lot more darkness, it seems like, than there is light. It gets dark earlier. It seems like it stays dark longer. And we don't like it. But, it, hey, guess what? But it don't stay like that because in a little while, we'll flip the clock back, and all of a sudden, we're back to sunshine at 9 o'clock at night. You know, it, cha- it just keeps moving on. And so does your situation. Time doesn't stand still, and hey, guess what? We're headed toward something. You're headed toward the morning. What's in the morning? Joy. Yeah. But if you stop, you don't get there. On the larger scale, we're headed toward glory. Twice, he said, it works for us a far more exceeding eternal weight of glory, and it's not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed. Everything we've gone through in this life, we hold on to God. Let me tell you, there's glory coming. Yeah. A lot of times, glory in the scripture is associated with light, illumination. Yeah. When uh, Moses' face shone with the glory of God on his face, you know, it was the Shekinah glory, that presence of the Lord. Is. So, um, a lot of times, when we think about something that's glory, it's something that's radiating. But if we stop, we stop short of our miracle. So many people stop short of the miracle. They stop short of the joy they could have. And they just stay right there in their darkness, never letting God do what He said He could do. This present day might be full of trials and tests, but the future is going to be full of glory just as sure as the sun rises. You can believe it. John 11 and 40. Lazarus is dead four days now. Roll the stone away. Oh, by this time he stinks. It might stink now, but didn't I tell you if you believe you'll see the glory? It might stink right now, but you just keep believing God. And I guarantee you Moses didn't smell a bit when he come out of that tomb. The Lord didn't bring him back to life so he could smell like a dead man. I'm telling you, if he didn't let the smell of fire pass on them that fell off in the fiery furnace... I'm telling you, the smell of death didn't hold on to Lazarus either. I just fully—I believe that. You just got to keep on believing. Lazarus was called out of darkness. I'm talking about darkness into his marvelous light. You think how good the sun looked to Lazarus that day when he come hopping out of that grave, called out of darkness into his marvelous light. The Lord has designed things to change. Peter said in 1 Peter 1 and 6 that, If now for a season, if need be, you are in heaviness through manifold temptation. He said for a season. The children of God don't need to think that this is just how life is going to be, hard and terrible and and wicked all the time. And I'm just going to always be struggling. It's always going to be bad. Your season, some seasons seem a lot longer than others. Winter seems a lot longer than it is. Sometimes they seem like that simply because the weather won't change. And now this year for us has been a lot different. We actually had kind of a spring this year. Instead of it just going from winter to 90 degrees and hot, we actually had some mild days. We've had some very fall-like weather this year on the first day of fall. That's wonderful. Usually it's still 90 degrees up until about Thanksgiving. I have cut grass in December, I have, because it was 70 degrees on my mower and a t-shirt in the middle of December, because it's 70 in the middle of winter. And so sometimes, even though officially it's winter, it still feels like summer, or because maybe it's spring, but it still feels like Winter. Sometimes we get that snow on Easter. <laughs> you know, one of the first years we were, the one of the first years we were here, we had a big snowstorm at the church and it was it was like April. We were th- having a snowball fight. Nobody knew it was snowing. We was in there having church. Somebody walked out into the foyer where the window was and said, Man, it's snowing. What? And we walk outside and sure enough, man, the parking lot's covered in snow. The whole time we were in there worshiping, it was snowing. But seasons change. And if seasons change, that thing you're going through, that trial and test you're going through, it's going to change. He said, though now for a season, if need be, you are in heaviness through manifold temptations. Yeah, the trial of your faith is more precious than gold that perishes, but it brings praise and honor and glory. That's why you don't quit believing God. That's why you don't quit trusting God. You just keep serving God. And you hang in there because it's just a season. Who's got a favorite season? Yeah? What about what's your, your least favorite season? Summer. Well, guess what? You're in luck. Summer's over. <laughs> Yesterday, officially, summer summer of 2020, the book was closed on it. Now, it might be 90 degrees one day next week, and you'll have to take that up with your favorite holiday, fall, but um, but the season's over, that's it, that's that's your least favorite season, it's over, you're looking forward to cool weather, you're looking forward to soup and chili and boots, and yeah, I know how women think, that, uh, you're looking forward to that, that wintertime stuff, and then and as soon as y'all get tired of winter, it'll be like, I can't wait till spring, so I can put my flip-flops back on. I know. Old Navy's got a sale. Them dollar flip-flops are coming back out. And you'll be so ready to get your toes done and then go show them off. Seasons just changes. And so you start going through stuff in this life, you've you got to remember, it don't change who God is. You know what Peter's talking about before he gets into that? He's talking about the Lord that even though you can't see Him, you love Him. You can't see Him, but boy, you love Him. But right now, if it has to be this way, you're very heavy because of all these temptations, but it's only for a season. Spiritual seasons are different than natural seasons, they can be longer, they can be more intense. You know, they talk about depression happens a lot in certain seasons. And there's different things that they attribute to each season as it comes along. So there's summer, you know, spring and stuff, allergy season. It comes right along with that. Or, you know, and they talk about how people, time because it's gray and it's cold, depression, things, you know. So there's all kinds of things that come along with every season. And so, whatever season you're in, there's going to be things that come along with it. But there's always something. Take care of it. That's the Lord. Jesus is faithful. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. It's the Lord, by the Lord's mercies that we're not consumed. His compassions fail not. God's going to be there just as sure as the sun rises. God's going to be there. And so you can come. Baby, I'm about to close right here. Last scripture. And you can stand with me. You can think it's so bad. I don't even know if I'm going to make it. Will I make it? I can tell you that if the Lord has anything to say about it, you will. but you've got to get on the same page as the Lord. I read the scripture the other night. The Bible says, "How can two walk together except they be agreed? If the the Lord's trying to lead you out of darkness, if he's walking one way, you're trying to walk the other, you're not in agreement. Or if you're just sitting down and throwing up your hands and giving up, you're not in agreement. He said, how can two walk? We walk by faith, not by sight. And so will I make it? Well, you can make it. You should make it. God's pulling for you, and so is his word. In Psalm 31 and 23 and 24, he said, Love the Lord, all ye his saints, for the Lord preserveth the faithful. You know what that means? He keeps you. When you preserve something, it's kept for a time period. You see things that people have preserved. There's monuments that have been preserved. There's, uh, there's pears that have been preserved. You know, it's, but it's, hey, you, you put them up, you put something in there so they don't spoil, and you keep them until it's time. And God will preserve you until the time of your deliverance, until the time of your ministry, and time of you're supposed to do something. The Lord preserves the faithful, He keeps them. He plentifully rewards the proud doer. So, be of good courage, and he shall strengthen your heart, all ye that hope in the Lord. So, yeah, you will make it. You just remember, the Lord is faithful, and the Lord will come through just as sure as the sun's going to rise. God's going to come through. Praise the Lord. Let's lift our hands and just receive that word tonight. Let's ask God to help us hold on. I don't want to throw, throw in the towel. I don't want to give up, but I want to keep trusting God. God will be faithful. you got to believe in more. From, for It's got to be more than just, "ooh, give me a, some chill bumps and give me a little shout. But God, establish me, strengthen me, help me to stand strong. Help me to keep trusting your word, God. Believing that you will come through. I know I'm going to have some days where I struggle. I'm going to have some hard days, some bad days, some sad days. I'm going to have some dark days. But I'm going to have some joy and some peace and some blessing and some deliverance and some healing. Hallelujah. Because the Lord will not withhold any good thing from them that walk uprightly. You just keep walking. Keep walking with the Lord. God's going to come through and bless you just as sure as the sun's going to rise. Praise God. Praise God. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. If you'd like to come pray tonight, the altar's open. If you want to come pray for a moment, just if you got something to lay down, then come lay it down, but don't pick it back up. The Lord will make a way. laying down before Him tonight.
1: when your not
0: Of them older songs always had that kind of promise in them. They would sing about God being a, a waymaker and trusting in the unseen hand, and just you know, they sang about deliverance and, and God's faithfulness all the time. And, you know, sometimes we maybe we need to come back to that. And not you know, we sing a lot of songs that are really good. All of them are good. I love them, but you know, we need to start remembering to. Praise God for what he's done. Sing about it, his goodness and mercy. I'm, you know, it, just when you're with, you, with yourself, that song that Moses and Israel sang when they got to the other side of the Red Sea, singing about the deliverance of the Lord and how his hand was mighty and his arm was strong and he came through and how he overthrew that army in the middle of the Red Sea. They, they sang about what God had done. You need to remind yourself sometimes what God's done. Don't forget, you may not be able to remember everything, but remember where He brought you from. And it might, I say this all the time, it it might not be like you want it to be, but I guarantee you it's not as bad as it could be. Yeah, well, it's pretty bad. It might be, but it ain't as bad as it could be. Things can always get worse. And so we just trust God and believe God and he's going to come through, amen and God good to you give him a hand clap of praise tonight what a great God appreciate the Lord tonight and thank you for being in Wednesday night service, don't forget uh, this coming up uh, Sunday we'll be having church going to be ready to baptize people in Jesus name see them filled with the Holy Ghost going to be fantastic I'm just believing it. Who knows how many God might just get a hold of this weekend. So let's come believing. Let's come expecting. Let's see God do some great things. God bless you. You're dismissed in Jesus' name.